fade in on Harbor Vale, a sleepy town in coastal Maine, its residents continually harrowed by an unyielding mist that intrudes from the Atlantic. And, much like the town, veiled by this persistent precipitation, its residents veil secrets of their own. Secrets of an ancestral curse and the desire to embrace it. Secrets of justice, distributed in the shadows. Secrets of newfound duty and a life left behind. Secrets of bestial instinct, clawing its way to the surface. And as we cast our eyes towards these silent secrets, we shall delve even deeper into what truly transpires down by the bay. Hello, and welcome to These Silent Secrets. My name is Zach, and I'll be your MC. Where last we left off, no longer our terrific teens, but in fact the soup group, as they've been dubbed, apparently, on the internet, had all dispersed to their respective homes and or spaces in the, you know, the shared home of Jason and Isla after the troubling confrontation with Felix Milligan. Isla and Jason both received a troubling dream, and night continued. Before we dive into the episode, as per usual, a couple of thanks to make. First and foremost, to Chase Greenley and GhostSite Media for putting our show on, making sure it goes out every other week for all of you. Big thank you to Doc Adam VO for working on our transcripts. You can find the link to those in the description of this episode. And lastly, a big thank you to Nicole Tuttle-Rupp for running all our social media, making all our merch, scoring our episodes. She takes on a massive workload and it makes my life so much easier. So thanks, Nicole. Stick around after the episode for a trailer for a show we think you'll really like. But uh, with all that out of the way, all that is left is the episode. So let us dive in to this episode of These Silent Secrets, Down by the Bay. All right, are you ready to do uh, your, your little snippet of an episode? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, gorgeous. I like that. That's what I want to hear. Whew. So, where we pick up, you just had a, a horrible nightmare where you saw the victims of all of your previous hunts, as well as their mourning families asking whether they were in fact the monsters, or if it was you who were the monster, and then you woke up in a cold sweat. So, let's start from that morning. From that moment, your head bursts off the pillow. You are currently drenched. It's about four o'clock in the morning. Okay, I, I, I like spring up and I'm like panting and I like, I think the first thing I do is I check what time it is and I'm like, it's 4 a.m. And yeah, okay. your room is, is utterly silent aside from the, the at this point, c- constant drone of rain hitting your roof and window and. Yeah, I think I take a, take a few deep breaths and I, after after bolting up, I lie back down in bed for a, for a minute. As I'm lying there, it's like it's a little bit damp because I was sweating yeah. so much, mm-hmm. and so it's a little bit uncomfortable. So I sit back up, and I think I just throw the covers off me, and I just stand up for a second. Mm-hmm. I just get I just get out of bed, leave the covers off the bed so it can like air out and dry or whatever. <sighs> And I think Jason just kind of 
stands and like zones out for a few moments before like looking around his room and just like I think I I walk over to my dresser or wardrobe or whatever or closet mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna change into fresh clothes and at this point it's probably like 403 404 mm-hmm. and Jason is I think I think that he's not in a, in a space to go back to sleep or try gotcha. again so Jason's going to Jason's dad's office is not his bedroom, correct? It's a different room. Uh, yeah, he is his like yeah home sort of office. Yeah, it's right. a different room aside okay. from just to make bedroom. sure. Um, before before doing anything any of that, I just want to confirm that. But I think Jason is just going to like being as quiet as he can. He's going to open his door, just like you know, do the very very slow handle turn, very slow like opening, mm-hmm. step out, turn the handle again, close the door and then release the handle so it doesn't like the We've all done it many bolt. a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. So and then it's going sh- to Exactly. Uh is going to like tiptoe down towards the kitchen and just see if I can grab a snack or a glass of water or something. Awesome. Yeah, you grab a snack. Um, do you just kind of sit and munch? And or, I'm assuming you have no intention of going back to sleep after that. No, I don't. I I think that Jason also doesn't turn the lights on or anything. It's just like just gets a gets like a granola bar or a snack or whatever is there. Maybe like a box of like wheat thins, just plain wheat thins. Yeah. With like a a, a glass of water and just kind of sits and munches in the in the darkness. Very good. Yeah, no, it. You just kind of munch for a while. Um, about a, 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 like six thirty, your dad uh, ends up coming down the stairs already. And like, I feel like your dad's usually like a pretty nicely dressed person. Like, it's like usually like pants, vest, like full, like full yeah, ass, like three piece suit. Thing. I feel like most of the time, like yeah. it's a rarity that you see him in any sort of casual clothing. And even that, it's like nice jeans and like a sweater sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he comes down in the, the, the usual business attire. You're up already. Oh, uh, yeah, just, uh, weird dream. Couldn't get back to sleep. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, I think today's probably the day that, uh, a trip into the office might be best. So why don't you go get ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. And Jason gets up, puts the glass in the sink, and takes, like, a few more wheat thins just, like, in his hand and puts nice. the box back on the closet and just, like, walks back to his room. So, yeah, what does Jason do to prepare? Like, is it just, like, you know, getting on, like, getting ready for school? Or do you, like, bring anything extra with you? I think, um... Yeah, like, what what would what does Jason bring on what's essentially a reconnaissance mission? yeah. Um, I think that Jason probably gets gets back upstairs or gets back up to his up to his room, goes to the like uh, goes to the bathroom, brushes teeth, washes face, etc. Comes back, and I think that Jason is just going to he'll change into like I think like gray jeans and like a button down, just like he has like three button downs in his closet. Um, and he just picks the one that is like the most muted color, essentially. Gotcha. Um, and I think that he he gets to his 
he he gets a backpack and like he describes he empties everything out of it and then just sits there looking at the empty backpack and just kind of like looks around his room for a second um and it's just kind of like okay and he grabs a notepad and just throws it in there grabs a pen and like sticks it in the front pocket mm-hmm. and then just stands there looking at it like with his hands on his hips for a second and is like um and he grabs a water bottle and sticks it in the side and i think that that's all that he packs oh like is it. a notepad a pen and a water bottle in a backpack hey it's unassuming it's all I you like, need i like that i think that he takes a second he um grabs like the rope that once held his pendulum on the end of it mm-hmm. and then like s- grabs it and doesn't notice until like it doesn't hit any weight at the end of like the slack being yeah. like pulled out before he's like that's right great um but i'll pocket just the rope anyway awesome so yeah, you head downstairs and meet your dad and you guys hop out the front door and get into his car and and head off and it doesn't take you too long, honestly. You drive towards, like, that sort of downtown area where, like, the convenience store that you had gone to your first night, all the shit kicked off. And mm-hmm. all yeah, where yeah, the, the shops and stuff are. And he parks in front of, like, an unassuming, like, it looks like a closed-down business. Like, there's, like, you know, like, the brown parchment paper over the yeah. windows. And you hop out, and he gets, you know, the, the, the keys in his hand. He picks one, and he unlocks the door. And sort of gives you the go on in arm. Um, I I just kind of like nod and head on in. And if I if I if this isn't knowledge that I already have, Jason like takes a second to try to clock which key on the key ring is the one for this door. Totally, yeah, we yeah we can say you totally fit. You kind of clocked it. It's got like a, you know like one of like the little rubber sort of like colored like mm-hmm. identifier. The identifier that's on yeah. it, yeah. And yeah, you uh, you head in, and yeah, it just looks like a rundown, sort of shoddy old shop that no one's done anything in. And your dad leads you to like the back of it, like where like an office would be, and there's like a wall of like filing cabinets, you know, like the classic like dingy gray sort of yeah. thing. That he walks up to the wall, he goes, "Oh God, I always forget this." And he, um, you know, like when you grab a handle and there's the weird little like slidey lever button that you have to kind of pull to yeah, open the filing cabinet. You have to like scoot thing. it to the side a little bit yeah. while you're, yeah. And he, like, you know, it's like, sort of like his eyes kind of looking up, you know, like that, that face you make, like when you're trying to remember something. Mm-hmm. And he goes and sort of hits a few of those scattered across the wall and nothing happens. Like, damn it. And he, he tries it a second time, <laughs> and you hear you know, uh, the, the, the sound of, like, gears and mechanisms sort of clinking and clunking together, and you watch as a section of these sort of <sighs> slide out and then to the sides. Um, mm-hmm. And it it's like a, the, the, the archway of it, or, like, the, the doorway that is made, uh, it slightly illuminates, and he leads you through. I follow. So, after a long day of um, a, a bunch of stuff happening, you end up turning in for the night. So you mm-hmm. wake up at home at this point. You know it's Saturday. You know, does uh, is Avery uh, one who sleeps in? Are you an early riser? Oh gosh, I don't think Avery's sleeping much at all right now. Normally, mm-hmm. yeah, I think she sleeps in a little bit. Um, but no, I think she tossed and turned 
all night and she has been for several nights now um and at one point it's like seven in the morning and she wakes up again and she just kind of gives up stops trying to sleep gotcha. and so she gets up and just kind of starts her day awesome yeah you get up you you, you do uh you get dressed do a little bit of makeup you know i don't know what your plans were for saturday so whether or not you're you, you go you know a full avery like going to school face and makeup or yeah i think her whole vibe is a little bit of like her her shield in a sense mm-hmm. And so having all of that, like having the the leather jacket and having the the hair like done and having the makeup on, like that's just part of being ready mm-hmm. for Avery. And awesome. she wants to be ready. Yeah, you get up, you you get ready, you get yourself a cup of coffee. Uh, at this point, it's like seven thirty, seven forty five. Um, you get a text uh, from your grandmother. That says, Avery, uh, I need to speak with you. Will you come see me? Is she still in the hospital? She's still in the hospital. Yeah, she's been kept a couple of days for, you know, that happened on Wednesday and it's Saturday. So she's only been there a couple of nights at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text her back and say, I'll be there pronto. Fantastic. Um, so do you leave immediately or? Yeah, I, I'll, <laughs> I've learned my lesson about keeping grandma waiting. So I'm going to go pretty much as, as soon as possible. Um, and I'm going to drive awesome. just in case I need my car. Awesome. Avery, you don't want me to roll snake eyes. I'm kidding. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. I'm joking. Um, awesome. So you are driving around town and you specifically are driving sort of through that downtown area, like where you, the, like the coffee shop that you washed the book off, you know, the, uh, the, uh, drug store that you, not the drugstore, but yeah, kind of the drugstore that you stopped at on that first night when you were looking for Austin, mm-hmm. um, and as you're driving through downtown, your vision, it's odd, because as you're walking downtown, the town stays the same, but it's like the things shift. Hmm. You see the same sort of, you know, the same town, but it's it's older and kind of shifting and neg- nebulous, kind of like... um. In, in Harry Potter, when they put, like, the memory thing in the little water yeah. tub, and it's, yeah. like, smoky, and the area is kind of shifting, and in this, like, ink-in-water sort of state, and as you're going, you see almost just, like, in the street, walking past your car, you see people that you've seen around town your whole life, you know, the random folks, and every time someone passes you, they sneer at you. She's a Sullivan. Monsters. Life ruiners. They'll destroy all of us. They pass you group by group. Every single one of them looking at you with hate in their eyes. You see people from school. You see you see Harper and Kai. You see Leo. You see Tucker and LC. You see your friends. All of them looking at you disgusted by what you are. Just a leech that is there to destroy their home, their community. You showed something, your darkest nightmare. And you feel like your own gifts gifts are being used against you. And as you come back to reality, you manage to slam on the brake fast enough to stop from hitting Tucker in the middle of the street, who just looks at you like that moment of like, like noted, like saw that you stopped and is just like, oh, 
Holy shit. I'll roll the window down. Oh, my God. Uh, sorry, Tucker. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, I, are you, I, I, are you all right? No, I'm totally fine. I just, I, I didn't see you there for a second. Oh, my God. Holy fucking hell. Oh. Are you okay? Yeah, my heart is pounding out of my chest at the moment, but... I'm 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 really sorry. I I um, I'm normally you, you very good. You know, no, I'm, I'm watching I'm where good. you're going. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry. I I saw you, but it was just a little late. Sorry. Okay. Whew. All right. You look freaked. You you sure you're okay? I am asking you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll, again. Uh, Blood is pumping so hard right now. But other than that, like, you didn't hit me. I'm fine. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. Um, I, I apologize for causing you any stress. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, okay. Um, all right, well, if you need to talk about anything and stuff, just let me know. Holy fuck. <laughs> Again, you're using my line. Um, I'm. We've been through this already. Don't worry about me, Tucker, okay? All right. I'm glad you're okay. I'm sorry to have scared you. Oh, it's okay. Thanks. Uh, all right. Um, have a. I gotta get out of the street. Um. Yeah. You have a good day. Uh, you, you too, Tucker. Uh, sorry. No. No worries. Okay. You sort of yeah. You you hear like horns honking behind you, as Tucker sort of you know gets out from in front of you and uh, gets back on the sidewalk. I'll pull over. Not for, like, I'll drive up to, like, the next parking lot or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pull into the parking lot and decide it's probably best to fly the rest of the way there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you, as you sort of pull in and, like, you start to settle, you feel the familiar trickle down your lip. And you brush the blood off the, you know, with your hand. Gross. Gross. Uh, and you take off. Actually, before I okay. do that, can I gaze into the abyss... Um, to see how, whatever just did, I have a, I have a pretty good guess, but to see whatever just did this to me, how they got a hold of my power. Sure. Okay. Let's do it then. Roll Dak Dak. I'm a gonna. That is an eight. That is a partial success. Partial success. Okay. Um, so yeah, you sort of, as you get out and like, you know, you take your jacket off as you're like about to prepare to head towards the hospital, you're sort of, you know, sending your vision pretty much ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And as it heads up and sort of hits this weird cloud scape, um, you're seeing flashes of your great, great grandmother, Dorothea, and uh, sort of flashes of what happened all those years ago and nothing is very clear to you but what you can infer is that this thing faced a raven last time and the next time it was going to face a raven it was going to be prepared and it learned cool 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 that's not terrifying or bad for any of us no (laughs) Yep. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do this. So, Kanan, you, after your, I don't know if successful is the right word for it, your, let's Not call dying it time. your confrontation yeah. with Felix, you lurked around the house, 
you found uh, uh, the the weird stone kind of um, circular. We like used a word for thing. it. Yeah, the disc thing that when you took it off of the altar, you saw Felix's body sort of revert back to uh, a sort of more human form. Uh, and you decided, I believe, to take that with you to later give to Jason's dad. Correct. Awesome. So you return uh, home at this point. I think by the time you get back, it's maybe like 10, 30, 11 o'clock-ish. Roll to run away to see whether or not you make it past your parents successfully. Okay. It's still night. Uh, it being night does help me. I believe awesome. that increases my volatile. Well, that would make sense. So. Uh, no, it increases my dark. Increases your dark. Increases my dark, so... I mean, you got a nice right. volatile, though. I believe I have a decent volatile already. All right, well, let's 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 get that roll. Ooh, that's a big success. Thirteen, yeah, fantastic. All right, so yeah, you like it's uh, you've still got a little bit of that you know wolven limberness left in you, and you sort of <laughs> you sort of fucking uh, uh Jacob and was it Breaking Dawn when he kind of like kicks off the tree in Bella's backyard and like climbs his window and shit, Stop and it's this. really obnoxious. <laughs> Stop this. Uh, but either way, you definitely sort of make it up through your window so that your parents don't see you. Dope. And uh, you sort of sneak across the hall to the, the shower, I'm assuming. You clean off uh, mm -hmm. the, the large amount of blood that is uh, still staining you <laughs> um, and make it to sleep. You are awoken before the sun by, like, you know, someone pushing your shoulder and your aunt is sort of crouching by your bed. Hey, okay. kid. Uh, yeah, what's, <sighs> what's, what's up? What'd you get up to last night? Um, That's what I thought. Get dressed. Okay. And I'll get out of bed and get dressed. Awesome. Yeah, you it's sort of, you know, at this point, like, it's maybe, like, 4.35 in the morning. Like, it's mm -hmm. early as hell. And you come downstairs to see your, your aunt waiting by the door for you. Good. All right, let's, uh, let's get going. We don't want to wake your parents up. Where are we going? We've got some work to do. Okay. I, like, throw on a jacket and my shoes and kind of follow her out the door. Awesome. So, yeah, you follow your aunt out the door, and she kind of wordlessly just sort of leads you, like, down the block a ways um, and into, like, a tree line, you know, out into sort of, you know, uh, like, woods, like, uh, uh, kind of deep out there. Okay. And after, like, you kind of make it out a ways, uh, she sort of says that she's still walking in front of you. You were, uh... Stinking the high hell last night. Do you think my parents smelled? I tried to wash no. it off as soon as I got... Look, your parents and I, we've lived very different lives. I'm going to smell blood anytime it's close to me. Your parents are a little... Look, they, they become so domestic, you know? The senses, they, they, they dwindle. Yeah, I mean, they hunt still, but... I mean, yeah. Differently. I've had to, you know, fight and yeah. do a lot more to kind of stay alive for a while now. Yeah, I'm thinking it's starting to seem like I'm in tune more with my aunt than my mom. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or what, but... 
that's and, and she finally sort of stops in like a big clear like they're they're uh, it's kind of almost like a bowl shape that you're kind of in you know there's okay. leaves that have fallen all over the ground where you're at the trees are thick enough that the rainfall isn't like is barely breaking through to where you're at and she just kind of turns and faces you and she like takes her jacket off and sets it down on the ground and uh, like takes like a, you know, like a hoodie and stuff like down to where she's just kind of in like, you know, like a, a big sort of sports bra sort of look. Mm-hmm. Your aunt is huge, like not quite like fucking Luisa from Encanto huge, but, but like, like she built. is fucking stacked. Okay. Uh, what are we doing? You asked me a couple of nights, um, how to control this thing, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to get that under control for you because you can't keep coming home uh, covered in blood, bud. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Well, if you don't want to get things dirty, take them off. I imagine Kanan is the type to, like, take his clothes off but fold them before setting them down. Of fucking course he is. Of course he is. Oh, my God. Awesome. So you, um, you know, like you fold your clothes and sit them down. And as you turn around, like it's not like your aunt's like getting prepped to like shift or anything. She's standing mm-hmm. there and she's squared up. Are we going to fight? Yes. So you, Isla Hart. Yes. Um, you've just awoken from a, a horrible nightmare. Huh. Uh, and you, huh, and you're uh, laying in bed next to your guy. Oh, well, that you're, you're sitting up more in your bed next to your guy who is catatonic the way you left him when you originally had fallen asleep um, before weird sort of dream within a dream sequence thing happened. What, how did, does Isla go back to sleep? Does she? I think I'm going to go upstairs to the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, and try to find like a a glass and get some water. Awesome. You go, you get some water you know, and sort of. You, you got that that obnoxious sort of yeah, moment shaking. in the movie where your hands kind of shaking as you're like, yeah, <laughs> um, ripping the sink. Yeah, counter, do you, yeah. So are you just kind of listless and up all night, or? Yeah. Awesome. I think you at one point return to your room and sort of like you know like you you, you check your phone and you see that text message that you had gotten earlier in the day from Monica Galvin. It's like I think we need to talk. Did you ever actually respond to that or did you just because I know like you right went yes I do yes I do yes I do <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> um, but did did Isla ever shoot a, a response back to her or? Yes, I think that to play it cool. I think that Isla texts back any inquiries about interviews or news content for W or WKTN. That's where I worked for 95.3 can be, the uh, the deep can be, uh, scheduled through our website to see if she's really serious about this. Yeah, no, she, she would shoot you back pretty like, like, you know, pretty quick after that, uh, essentially something along the lines of like, it's not radio business. I think we both are smart enough to know that this goes a lot deeper. The deep? <laughs> the deep. Um, okay. So then I'll say, interested, where can we meet? Awesome. Yeah, you get a, a text back, you know, with a, a time, a place. It's, it's like, sort of, like, right on the edge of town. So it's not like you have to, like, leave town. But it, it's, it's odd because you... 
last like you sort of you dug you know uh, between like the info that you had found like that first night when you're going through their attic as well as your conversation with xavier monica seemed like she like fucked off and was right. like off somewhere Gone. yeah and this is a an address that's in town okay cool okay yeah um but yeah it's a a place to meet sort of uh earlier in the morning so you've got maybe a few more hours before you're supposed to to be there is there anything that you do leading up to this or are you just kind of biding your time until you would head that way yeah i think isla is you know up and down lying down up sitting like pacing around the room she's not getting any sleep yeah she's just waiting for that meeting Fantastic. Yeah, so uh, around the time comes, I think at this point it's maybe like 9.30 in the morning. You start heading over that way. Um, and you, yeah, you get there maybe 30, 45 minutes later. Um, and it just looks like a small, like not, like, not like a long sort of ranch, but like it's just like a one-story house that's sort of on the, the edge of town. And uh, uh, do you go up and, and, and do a knockety-knock or... Isla Hart, the, the queen of random people being like, hey, come to this place. <laughs> I was like, okay. You're, you're like, you know what? It's worked out well for you so far. Yeah, so. why you stop? Uh, yes, I will knock. Cool. Instead of ring the doorbell. Awesome. Yeah, you you knock on the door, and a couple moments later, door opens, and you see a, a person in, like... Like nurses scrubs. I mean, they're kind of like a like a salmony color with like some sort of like 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 almost like a salmon and white kind of tie dye look to them. Okay. Um, they're uh they're about five seven uh sort of darker brown skin. And they go, Isla, yes. Uh yes, Monica. Um no um, Miss Galvin's just inside. Um why don't you come in and opens the door for you to step in. I shall step in. Awesome. So you walk in, and uh, this person who introduces themselves as, let me think of a name, Dakota. Ooh. That's their name. Takes you, uh, you know, down through the entryway and sort of, you know, into like a little like dining room space. And you say, uh, see sitting in a wheelchair with like the, the pole with like IV fluids hanging off of them. You see a woman, you know, roughly about the same age as, as uh, Salvatore. She's got like you know the oxygen sort of thing going into her. Oh um, shoot! Isla, hello. Why don't you come take a seat there? Uh, sure. Good. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, she sort of you know shakily like as you come to take a seat, you know, reaches her hand across the table to to shake it. Well, um, sorry for the sort of um, abrupt nature of asking you to come and talk to me. Um, I'm Monica. Monica, it's very nice to meet you. Yeah, uh, it's nice to meet you as well. I am um, sorry, and she sort of like catches her breath for a second. I'm not, uh, I'm not in the best of states, but um, you look great. You don't need a lie to me, child. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, my ex-husband. Right. Uh, Dakota, would you give us a, a little bit? And uh, Dakota sort of you know, checks like a, you know uh, uh, her like bags real quick to make sure that like everything's running well, and like uh, you can see like there's an oxygen tank that's on the back of like her wheelchair, um, and Dakota heads off. Uh. So you're um, you really dove headlong into all this, didn't you? Uh, well, you know me, <laughs> a, a journalist I, I, and all that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, I guess my biggest question is why? Um. She looks afraid for you. Why not? If you've poked your head in this enough, I think you know why. There's a, there's danger here. <laughs> you know that, yes? I do. But... It needed to be investigated. <sighs> okay. So, my ex-husband, um, he's a part of something grim. I, I don't know how far you've gone into all of this yet. Um, Pretend I know nothing? Okay. Um, so, my... Uh, well, the, the Ciprianos, they've been around for a while, you know. I you know, came over from Italy, and um, they, went, they had a different name for a bit, and then they changed it, like, just slightly. It was really weird. Um, you don't happen to know what that was? I, it was like Cipri... It was like what the... It was like Ciprianus or something. It was, it was, they changed, like, two letters. It was dumb. <sighs> yeah. Dumb. Uh, and, um... You know, I met Sal, and we were young, and he seemed, you know, like a good guy for a while, and I didn't realize everything that he was a part of until a lot later, and at that point we'd be married, and most of our kids had come along already, and the last one was already on the way, and, uh, and not long after that I got really sick, and so, um, well, he took care of me, which was nice, but, um, the more I, f I think he thought I, he had me kind of stuck, you know, he was paying for my medical, you know, I mean, we were married, so his insurance was paying for my medical procedures, and um, the farther I got into that, it was, was like I wasn't going to be able to leave, and then I got better, and it was my chance to go, so I took it. It obviously didn't. And she, like, looks around at her situation. It didn't last very long. But, um... But I took something. Legally. Uh, I got it in the... His grandmother had given it to me. And so, legally, it was mine. But it's something that he needed. And I still have it. What is it? It's, um... It's a necklace. It's old about as old as the town is, maybe even older, but um, whatever he's involved with, they need this thing, and I I did a really good job when I left of um, making it seem like I would kind of vanished into the wind, even though I only made it about a mile and a half, um, but I think you can, I think you can stop them. I don't know how, but I think, I think you could do it. And I, I want you to have it. If if I am familiar with how to, I will close the door. Yeah, close the opening. Uh, yeah, as, as you start walking, and you already hear the sort of mechanism start okay. kicking up that they're going to be closing behind you, uh, and you walk through. And it's strange because you were just in a shoddy thing, and you when you walk in, it's like you're in like a high rise. You know, like one of those, you yeah. know, like super fancy sort of office buildings where like the whole like wall is like glass window and it just looks like <laughs> any sort of like corporate 
sort of office. Everyone is dressed immaculately, just like your dad usually is, walking about, and your dad looks at you and says, Welcome to the, uh, to the office. Oh, it's always bigger than I expect it to be. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I have a quick, quick, quick GM question. Yeah. Is it, is it just the vibes of, like, a corporate office, or did it, or does it literally have like glass walls with like a it, it's it literally looks like like if you were like in a corporate office like there's the glass the the glass windows looking out like you can you see like some woods and some other buildings and stuff in the distance like it just it looks like any other office building would but it's the weird headquarters for whatever organization you are an employee of all right so yeah, he yeah sort of leads you through some halls and he d- does like the simple sort of tour kind of stuff like you know points you out where like a bathroom is and but like before like he 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 goes any further he does stop you go now I know that one it's not it can be both overwhelming and very underwhelming just like it's like oh the work we do is just in a regular office building yeah um, no it's it's like. It's it's not what I expected it to look like when I got in here. Yeah, I think, but it's yeah, also not what I expected it to look like. You I, know? Th- I think on both both accounts that is intentional. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, remind you on your guard because I don't know what's truly happening across the board here. Right, he says, kind of keeping his voice down. And I think, I think at that, like Jason, like unintentionally, just starts like casing the casing the joint, essentially, and like looking around, like looking at people, and like yeah, you you kind of go into like your normal, like your hunting, like the the instincts you have for it, kind of kick in in a way, like you know, you're like 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 that little bit of like hyper observance where like you're like super alert and you're like clocking like. Does this per- like is this person carrying a weapon? Is this person a threat? Your that instinct turns on immediately, and he heads off, leading you the way. And he says over his shoulder, "I should we pay a visit to Francois first? Do you think?" I think that makes sense. It's the only other name I think I know in here anyway. So that's fair. It's very fair. Let's see if the old uh, the old chap is in. He leads you, yeah, down a few hallways, and you see a, you know, a, the a, a single office that has like, you know, the nameplate by the door it says Francois Dawson on it. That he uh, knocks on the door, and a couple of moments later, you hear uh, some you know, footsteps, and then the door opens, and you see this oh, man. Hell yeah. Uh, wearing oh, yeah, a, a gray gray three piece suit, he's got a you know a, a red hair that's sort of center parted and you know, you know runs just below his shoulders. It's been a little bit of a goatee going on. Yeah, as the the picture, he's probably got a cigarette in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, Evan, how are you? Oh, is this the progeny? Hi. Uh, I, I, I if if that's what they call me, uh, I'm Jason. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, hi, how's it going? Uh, Frank, as most people call me, Francois, if you'd like to be formal. My mother was from Normandy. She really liked the name. She would not let down on that front. Uh, your dad goes, yeah. Um, Frank, can we have a bit of a conversation? And uh, Francois, of course, of course, of course. Come right in, come right in. He, uh, Much like your dad did earlier, sort of steps aside and gives you like the, the, the enter arm. Mm-hmm. 
um, and uh, closes the uh, the office door behind him. And he do- he does that thing like where you guys take a seat and he walks back around his desk and takes the seat mm-hmm. you know that yeah. you know, at his desk. So what kind of office does he have? Is it a corner it's, office or no? It's not a corner office, okay. but like I mean, like it's nice. Like it's you know uh, like a fair size like you know there's there's you know a, a nice amount of space in here it's not quite like super tiny sort of cubicle office but okay but it's not that fancy corner office where the whole thing is glass walls and sure yeah he's got some big ass mahogany desk it's respectable you can see that he's you know maybe like upper mid-level maybe mm-hmm. so what can i do for you today uh and your dad goes um we well, we just had a few a few inquiries, I suppose, to make. First and foremost, regarding your um, your involvement with the um, the assignment department, would you say you have um, friends down there, Frank? And you can feel that the room kind of like hits like a already like kind of a weird sort of yeah energies like started already because like like you could tell Francois like already picking up that this is sort of like interrogation in a weird way because this is this once once we sat down Jason was thinking like okay how do we ask him about this without coming off as accusatory. <laughs> And your dad and like as I'm having that thought, I'm like, never mind, <laughs> never mind, dad. Oh god. <laughs> I, uh, Francois goes, um, bit of an old question, but yeah, I've got some friends there still. Uh, you know, started in you know down that way. Uh, not many people made it for very long, granted, but I would say I got a few friends down there. Why do you ask, there, Evan? He asked back, sort of like. Like the accusatory like nature kind of like like if they were Pikachu and Raichu they'd have kind of like the electricity oh, the kind electric, of electric like, like yeah, little thing sort of yeah, touching the sparks in the eyes yeah yeah and your uh, your dad sort of it feels already like the, some resistance happened like he he tried to kind of like hail Mary it a little too early and so he you could see his his like his demeanor sort of settle and soften he goes just um interested about the inner workings of um our organization frank you know i yeah i decided to bring uh jason in this is his first time in the home office right son yeah no i haven't haven't been here yet probably will be here again but right now i am here now very good very good oh um actually while i'm thinking about it and since you've mentioned it evan um i believe schofield actually is interested in talking to your boy a little bit and your your dad uh, the tension comes back uh, but i partially like he kind of like gives you like a like his head kind of turns towards you and he goes in regard to what and he's like oh and something about, about a scuffle you, your boy had yesterday um he's um well, his weapon got revoked, so... Hey, your dad looks over you. Did it now. Jason just kind of, like, pulls out the rope and just kind of, like... It's, a uh, Jason intends this as just, like, pulling it out and being like, yeah, it's gone. But accidentally, like, underestimates the rope and does, like, a brief, like, clown handkerchief routine as he's, like, <laughs> pulling the rope oh, out oh, of his... Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Gorgeous. Um... Your dad goes, right. All right. Well, perhaps we'll go speak with Schofield then. Um, thanks, Frank. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, and Francois is like, of course, anything for the famous Chens. 
So sorry to hear about your wife, by the way. I know it's been a while that was since we've uh, last had a chat. I thought she was the best and brightest of us. And your dad uh, goes, I appreciate that. Uh, and begins to stand and uh, uh, starts making his way towards the door. Hope to talk to you very soon, Frank. You as well. You as well. You know, not pop by if you need anything, of course. Yeah. Jason, welcome. Good to, good to meet you. And like, yeah. gives like a nod and like walks out. It's to, awkward. It's just a, awkward. a quick, quick, quick GM question. I don't the the thing between the thing about my about my mom. I don't know anything about that, right? Uh, you, I mean, like you would know that like your mom did this job, and your mom no longer does this job. Right. Okay. But uh, yeah, so like I don't think you've fully gotten like the total rundown okay. of it since like because like I think your mom got like the axe, and then yeah. like a couple months later you started. So it's uh, it's it's been like your know, touchy subject. That's that, right. Okay. But you, I could I couldn't remember how like long ago that was. I yeah. was like, is there was there like a new thing? Yeah, I think I think we talked about you've done this maybe like a year, like maybe yeah. like a little longer, and your mom was about a year and a half ago. Right. That okay. that she got kicked out for literally just going too hard. Because your mom's a badass, even Hell though she yeah. seems super sweet and domestic, but she kicks all sorts of ass. But yeah, you guys head out, and he go, and as you're walking, he sort of has you know, uh, has the the hushed sort of. What exactly did you do that got your weapon revoked, Jason? Well, I uh, first of all, self defense. Okay. Put that one out there. No, we. Uh, I got a. I got a message from Kanan that he was in trouble. Okay. Um, and I, when I went and found him, he was, well, he was in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the, uh, he was, he was wrapped up with one of the, uh, the hunters that they came up against before. S- and say then, no more. Yeah. He, he sort of like, you know, get, pats you on the back like, uh, all right, cool. You're, you know what? <laughs> You're good. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and yeah, you walk down a few more hallways to like, the fa- where where the fancy ass quarter offices are, Ooh, um, let's go. and uh, there's a knock. You know, you, uh, your dad knocks on a door. Uh, outside the door, you see Director Schofield uh, on like the nameplate, and you know, knocks on the door. You hear, "Come in," uh, and you walk in, and you see sitting behind a very nice desk, this individual. Ah. Hell yeah, we you do. You see a very lovely woman, sort of like reddish pink hair that goes down past the shoulders, like orangish red eyes, um, and she's um, as we like to say when we see new NPCs in this game. Oh no, she's hot. <laughs> um, and she says, "Oh, Mister Chen, how are you today?" Your dad says, "Um, good, director. Uh, it's just." Um, showing my son around the office for the first time, and we received word that you were hoping to speak to him today. She says, yes, um, please come, take take a seat. Uh, and this time she does, like, uh, uh, she does the, like, intimidating thing where, like, you guys sit down and she sort of, like, does, like, the principal or, like, the teacher thing where, like, she comes around the desk and sort of leans against it. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, and as you take a seat, she uh, holds in her hand the crystalline, pointed sort of uh, dart end of your weapon and sort of sets She's it down it. on the table next to her. 
let's have a conversation about what happened yesterday, shall we? Cool. Anywho, you're flying. <laughs> yeah. I get so to... yeah, you... I'll get to the hospital. Awesome. So yeah, you take off um, into the hospital. Uh, you know, uh, go through the familiar lobby, and you head up, mm-hmm. and you uh, you get to your grandma's floor. And you start heading down the hallway, you get to the door, and you open, like, the curtains are down, and the room is pretty dark. And pretty much immediately after stepping into the room, you hear, Hi, Avery. Why don't you close the door? No. I don't think I will. I recognize this voice as Alexandria, right? That you do. Okay. As no, you sort Alexandria, of, I don't think I'm going to. You look into the room, and although it's dark, you catch the glint off of something, like, metallic and thin mm-hmm. as it is pointed close to your grandmother. I think you're going to want to close the door, Avery. Hmm. Actually, <laughs> Alexandria... Um, I'm not going to negotiate with you until you put that knife down. I'll close this This door when I decide to. Avery, you said something to me a while back that I really took to heart. Hmm. You told me that I haven't been trying hard enough. Hmm. And so, and she sort of shakily stands and you hear your grandmother groan as the uh, what you can guess is probably a scalpel sort of just barely t- like pokes into her neck you see this isn't negotiating i'm telling you close the damn door i'll close it but as i do i go alexandria you are outnumbered and you are injured and I have friends who have hurt you in the past and can hurt you again. So I want to urge you to be very smart about your next step. I'll roll the shut down with that. Go for it. Just to see if I can get a little bit of an emotional upper hand here. Ooh. Uh, wait, do I have a string? Do I have a string? Shit. No, I don't. I don't think you do. I don't. That is a fail. Avery, Avery, Avery. I think you... I think you think you have me worried. I called you here. I've got one of the ravens at the end of my knife right now. And another standing right in front of me. And as long as I can get at least one of you, I am set up forever. You know she's retired, right? Like, she just, like, doesn't do it anymore. It's kind of like riding a bike if you don't do it for several years. Like, yeah, you might understand how to do it, but it doesn't really come back easily. She doesn't That's do it. That's not how the adage goes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that you were a genius, Milligan. Um, anyway, you should just deal with me because... <laughs> I mean, dealing with a little old lady doesn't really, I don't know. It's not very impressive, you know, Milligan, like, 
I'm not trying to impress you, Avery. No, not me, honey. Your boss, that creature. You're trying to impress him so badly that you're willing to do stupid, stupid things right now. <laughs> I don't care what it has to say. We both serve the same glorious one. I don't need to impress it. I just need to impress him. Right, right. You're your boiled god, right? That's yes. this whole thing. That's what this is all about, isn't it? Exactly. Oh, right. Well, you see here, um, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> your boiled god is, well, how, how should I put this? Um, going to lose. And Milligan, I don't want you to be on the wrong side of this. Kanan let you live. I might not. Okay. So, it's clear that you're flailing and that you're stressed, and I understand that. So, I'm going to make this very clear for you. Either you can die here, and I'll let your grandmother live, or you can watch her die, and then I'll come after you. And you can try and go for me, and we'll see how that works out for you. Come at me, Milligan, right now. You and I. I'd like to see you try. Submit, or your grandmother dies. That is how this is going to work. <laughs> oh, Milligan. You You're are not such. In charge. Oh, but I am. And do you want to know why? Why? Because I know what you're afraid of. And Dude. I'm going to use Quoth right okay. now. And it better fucking work or I'm going to riot. Fuck. Hold on. Let me see if there's something I can do. Um, uh, what uh, conditions does Milligan currently have? Um, I don't think Milligan has any conditions at the moment. None? You, yeah, you you didn't give her a condition. No, yet. not not just mine. Just from anyone. No one's given her any conditions. Oh, Okay. I mean, aside from like being, you know, like the 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 random things people probably say to pick on her, like you know, probably you know, mm -hmm. classic like nerd loser that kind of stuff. But all right, let me see here. Bible um, thumper would probably one. Shoot, and I don't think that would work there. Dang it, roll twenty's being a bitch right now. All right, nope, that's a fail. That's a fail. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm gonna you, switch dice say, after this. <laughs> so you say. I know what you're afraid of. And nothing happens. Oh, are we a little gun shy today? No, it worked. You just can't feel it. She pushes just a little bit harder. And you hear your grandmother groan a little more. <gasps> Avery, what is it going to be? Your gifts aren't working. Your grandmother is going to die. Are you going to submit I just have one last question for you. Go for it. I've um, I've heard from Kanan that you enjoy musicals. Uh, have you ever seen Into the Woods? Sure. You know the part where the evil stepsisters get their eyes plucked out by birds? Yes, and I, do. I go raven. You go raven? Yeah. 
And this I'm going. Dangerous I'm <laughs> choice. Yeah. Um. And I'm going for specifically her eyes, cause you know the whole thing. Oh, I am horrified. Okay, I switch dice this, cause fuck roll twenty. So I have different dice, and if they are also mean to me, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm just warning you and everyone okay. at home. All right, you've got this. I can use dark because I can use dark and volatile interchangeably to lash out here. That is a nine. I will take it. <laughs> All right. So what is your choice? Yeah, they gain, they see something about your true nature. They get a string on you. I choose how mm-hmm. bad the harm turns out or you go to your darkest self. Um, I'm going to do- go darkest. You're going to go darkest. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I'll, Do you want me to read it again? Go for it. Okay. It's been a bit. You've helped others face their own problems for too long. It's time you focus on yourself. Pursue your own desires. Do what makes you feel happy and powerful. Ignore anyone else's problems. If it doesn't concern you, then it's not worth your time. You escape darkest self when you feel genuine guilt over something you've done. And right now, what I want oh, is the power uh, over Milligan. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you go diving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, you know, she's had some time. She, I, I'm going to say she's, she's starting this with the harm. You know, after, after everything, she's had a few days to kind of recoup. That's she's fair. still not back to 100%. So we're going to say she's at a harm. So that would put her to, to two harm. Then. Okay. Awesome. So you, uh, so are you, what are you going for? Like, are you just So like, I go in trying? with my talons and I go one, like each talon at one eye and I just scratch Fantastic. The one eye, it's a little hard to gauge because it had, uh, it, she had like a bandage over mm-hmm. it, um, as I described when Kanan visited, from where she got just torn apart last time. So you kind of give your best cor- sort of guess. Uh, you end up ripping that off as well. Uh, and yeah, both of her, like her eyes are kind of closed and she's you know wiping blood away from her eye. Oh, you're making this really fun. This is sort of twofold because, frankly, you need to learn to not get your ass kicked. Instinct will get you pretty far, but it'll only get you so far. And um, hopefully, um, and I mean this with you know all the love an aunt can give. Um, hopefully, if I beat the snot out of you enough, uh, your wolf will you know try to rear its head, and then that's where the practice and kind of keeping it under wraps comes from. So, hands up. Are you sure this is the best idea? Because what if I lose control? I just. I don't want to. Um, I'm not saying I'm stronger than you, but I don't want to do something I'll regret. I'm. It's early. Not a lot of people are out. We're kind of in the middle of nowhere at the moment, and I'm a lot bigger than you are. <sighs> okay, if you're sure, I trust you. And I kind of like reluctantly put my arms up, like in. Imagine like a boxer stance that's very, very wrong. Yeah. No. Like like your like, form is terrible. Like I am not. Like offsetting my feet at all, I'm just standing straight up, oh, kind of yeah. arms covering you just my put chest. The hands up. Yeah, not over my face at all, yeah, but just like over my your chest. Your aunt sort of like with a sigh, like drops her hands and like walks over towards you. She does like that thing, like we oh, she like kicks your feet, like out yeah. to try to like get you like your feet in the right position, and she sort of like you know, lifts your arms and kind of gets them where where they should be, up covering your face. Um, okay, and I'm like. Okay, do you, now, do you fight like this in wolf form, or just, 
regular. I'm form is look. You could be as strong and quick as you want, but if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna leave yourself open. Just yeah, no, I get that. I mostly mean like, do you not claw? Do you box when you're changed? She sits there, like, has her hands up, and then she just opens her hands and, like, turns them, like, you know, like, hands out, like, okay. you know, and, like, a sort of paws out sort of stance. It'll translate, I promise you. Okay. I'm not just, saying just... you need to fight like this, you know, when fights come up, but your, your face, your head, your neck are vital. Practice that makes sense. protecting them is important. All right. Are you ready? I guess so. Your aunt and I like try to adopt and, the stance and she... just blast you in the face, like Kanan just across not ready. the cheek. <laughs> just, like it's one of those things. Like you hear it, like poof, and you hit the dirt, and, and you like it, it's like just teeters on giving you a harm. So it's, so so yeah. mark a harm for now. Okay. And and if you took some from the other day, I don't know whether or not you you like healed any last time, but like you could say that like you, you at least one uh, of the ones that you took last time you healed. I didn't because my harm yeah, was reduced to your, zero. Your shit is buck wild. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot that you're impossible to hurt at night time. <laughs> Unless I get a fucking gun, I'm not gonna, be able to hurt you. And like literal so, silver bullet. It's so cool. Which was also unintentional. No, on I, my part. I, I didn't like, even think about the fact that they would stack, and they totally do. I was like, "Oh shit!" I did yeah, because I literally went like, "Oh, two harm. It's reduced to one. Oh wait, it's reduced. Like, it's reduced by two. <laughs> no, but yeah, right now you're not. You're not in your your apex form. You're just Kanan, yeah. and your aunt just fucking rocked you in the face. I feel like Kanan like gets knocked down and has a moment of like. What the fuck? Like, almost betrayal, but then kind of, like, realizes what she's doing, and he tries to stand back up and, like, get in stance, and he's, like, trying yeah. to look a little more ready this time. Okay. You know that, that feeling you just felt right there in your face? Yeah, you I don't, don't want, like it. You don't want to feel that again, do you? No. Okay, don't let me do it again. Okay. And she she gets uh, gets ready again, and, yeah, it's, it's a, a bit of, like, I think this, like, the first time, like, she did it almost by surprise. Like, it, it's one of those mm -hmm. things. It's like, you know, like the kid that puts their hand on the hot stove. Like, it's like, you're not going to yeah. want that to happen again. So now you're ready, yes? And yeah. so, like, you know, it, it goes a little more straightforward, like, kind of gives you a second to prepare yourself and, like, you know, get your hands up to block things. Mm -hmm. And for a while, there's just these moments of her trying to, trying to beat the shit out of you. And she hits a few times, you know, here and there. Uh, I think pulling a little bit, just not to continue to hurt you at the moment while you're kind of still getting your bearings. And after a bit, like, you don't know how much time has passed. Like, it's still dark. Like, you know, you're all you're really hearing is, you know, the, the every once in a while sound of a couple of birds and the sound of rain just pouring on the canopy. And you kind of, like, you know, you're, you're slowly kind of getting the hang of, like, how you need to move like your fist and your wrist like if a punch is coming straight at you to get that you know to deflect the hand and like you're not fully holding your own like it's clear that your your aunt is still holding back a little bit but like you're mm -hmm. getting the hang of this i think at one point when kanan feels like they're getting the hang of it is going to if they get a good deflect or a good dodge is going to try and lash okay, out okay like, lash out get physically. a counter jab yeah. i love it 
Uh, da, 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 da. And it's not nighttime or anything. Eight partial success. So partial success. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So what are you? What would you like to go with? Either she learns something about your true nature, gets a string on you. Uh, you let me decide how bad the harm turns out, or you go into darkest cell. Those are the uh, options. I would say learn something, because she's like analyzing how I fight. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. So your your, your yeah. aunt gets a. Um, I think that's going to immediately translate as well because it's like like you you it's a moment of like you get her like you know like just below her bottom lip and mm-hmm. she sort of like licks the blood a little bit and kind of runs her thumb over it. Good. And she like drops like to you know a uh, uh, down onto mm-hmm. like her her front hands and one of her feet and she spins and her foot collides with like your calves and you and just I'm flat on your back. Flat horizontal, yeah. All right, now we work on the feet. And, okay. And she helps you back up, and this sort of routine keeps going until, like, you're, you're understanding, like, footwork a little bit, and mm-hmm. just barely, like, the, it's starting to light up a little bit in the day, you know, as the sun begins to rise. Um, and as you start to kind of get a little bit of confidence in this, she goes a little harder. Okay. And so a couple of times you get a couple of big shots, one to the run to the uh, uh, like the left side on your ribs. And then the other one gets you like square in your temple on the other side. You've got to try harder, kid. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the rib shot, especially if it was close to the wound. Oh, that's fair. Is going to like like your wound from the knife. Yeah, not. Not darkest self, but kind of set Kanan off. Like you, uh, you get a little pissed. Like yeah, like also, I think it would be a sense of complacency of like knowing she's holding back and yeah. expecting that, not yeah. expecting a quote unquote real fight. Yeah, like and, and then she, as soon as I t- catch that rib shot, Kanan's like, <sighs> awesome. All right, what are you doing? I'm gonna roll to keep my cool okay. first. Okay, very good. Uh, because I do feel like Kanan would have a moment of like, dude. Full fail. Full so, fail. All right, what does she, this look like? She catches me, and Kanan kind of uncharacteristically has a moment of like, oh, sorry, the wound, the wound. Ugh. And then if she comes over to try and comfort me a little bit, I'm just going to try an uppercut. Oh, okay. So you're playing a little dirty. Okay, roll, yeah. roll, roll the lash out. Like, Kanan's pissed, and this is like, Kanan doesn't want to fight dirty, but at the same time, Kanan's furious. Uh, let's see. That's volatile as well. Partial success. Partial success. So yeah, you you fucking uh, you know as she comes towards like are you are you okay? You just boom get her right under the chin, and she full on like falls back, and it's like one of those crazy like where she like falls back and hits like on her shoulder blades, and her feet sort of almost like come to her head, and she mm-hmm. flicks back up like kips up onto her feet. And an elbow just rocks you in the side of the head, and your vision goes white. And I imagine, like, just ringing ears. Oh, too, yeah, your, like... your ears ring, your vision just pop for a moment. And as your vision sort of settles, then it's night again. And you're out in the woods, but your aunt is gone. Okay. And you hear in the distance... Ooh. Um, it's, um, 
It's downstairs. Um, there's a uh, it's a box called Sal shit, um, and then it's like um in like a felt sort of gift box. Um, but I, I I need you to take that. Sure, I'm I'm sure we can wait for Dakota go to go get it. Yeah, that could be good. Um, or I you, could. Uh, if you want to. Um, do you want anything, like a coffee or? Uh, no, thank you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I can have Dakota show you where it's at. Um, yeah, uh, Dakota, will you, will you come back in here? Sorry. And Dakota returns, because, well, um, will you just, uh, show, um, show Miss Hart here, uh, there's a box downstairs that I needed to get something out of. And Dakota's like, oh, of course, Miss Galvin, yeah, um, yeah, I can show you the way if you'd like. Uh, I'll I'll be right there, Dakota. Okay. And they uh, sort of back up, uh, back into the uh, into the kitchen. Monica, you said you got better. Yeah, cancer's a bitch. This is still cancer, or is this? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> he can do a lot. He can mess with people's brains and make them uh, make them lose it. But uh, I don't. I don't think this is that. <laughs> I think sometimes she get better and then uh, and then it comes back furiously a second time. Uh, sure. So I don't think I'm going to make it much longer to try and stop whatever's happening. And that's why you've got to do it, okay? Do you know anything about the organization that Sal's a part of? Very little. Um I mean there's a it's a bunch of them. It's they're it's about people all over town, really. It's there's a bunch, um, you know, there's there's him, and then there's a couple of you know the families that have been around uh, for a while. Um, it's the one guy, uh, Johnny, Johnny um, Ortiz. Yeah, him. They've been buddies since they were kids, um, and yeah, I, th- those two they're they're pretty big up there, and then. Uh, there's it's like there's like a church of them you know it's like a, like the fanatical almost like I mean it's a cult it's it, essentially but not like the kind where they just try to get money from people it's like they're trying to bring something a lot darker back it's not the first time they've tried either they've, there's people have been around since the town started I don't know how many times they've tried to do whatever they're trying to do but they've Wow, um, wonder why we haven't heard about that before. The clandestine organizations do their best to keep things under wraps, and when you've got, um, fundamental players in the way a town runs, um, in on it, things disappear easily. Of course. I mean, if the people that build the buildings and dispatch police and search and rescue and emergency medical and run the papers all to say nothing happened and nothing happened you know yes definitely some powerful people here yeah um but they need that necklace and they need some weird statue thing I don't know (sighs) I think we have that one covered 
God, you guys are great. Okay, you're doing a really good job. Holy shit. Okay, um, so they need both those things. Don't let them have it. I won't. Okay. Monica, does Xavier know you're here? No. Do you want him to know? I don't know. It's hard to tell a kid that you left because his dad's a monster and... I don't... Monica, I think he knows. I think he feels the same way. Well, if he... If he finds out, tell him I didn't... I needed to go and I didn't mean to leave them behind, but... You're gonna tell him yourself. We'll see. She like flicks one of the one of the the bags hanging on on her chair. We'll see if I make it that long. I'll make sure of it. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll go with Dakota. All right. Awesome. So uh, yeah, that you sort of uh, follow after where Dakota left, uh, and you find them just sort of you know, doing like a couple of dishes in the the sink in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you you ready to head down? Oh yes, thank you awesome. for waiting. Oh, no worries. Um, and, you know, walks you sort of across the kitchen into, like, a little side hallway. You know, opens the door, flips a light switch, and you see, you know, some lights uh, uh, down. The classic sort of, you know, uh, uh, where it's just the tread, not the back of the stair uh, kind of stair. I know, I fucking hate those things uh, so much. Yeah. When you were a kid, those are the worst just fucking shit. nightmare. Yeah, yep. you never knew what hand could jump out of there. Yep. Do you need some help looking, or? Uh, do you happen to know where it is? No, I very rarely had to go down there to look for anything. She sure. kind of, she doesn't have a lot of stuff. Um, but I can help if you'd like. No, that's okay. Uh, stay up here with Monica. I got it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, call if you need anything, okay? Of course. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. And you head down to the basement and it's classic sort of un unfinished basement, like cement floor, cinder block wall. It's a, you know, a little, little humid down here, you know, what, with it being so close to the, to the sea, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the moisture in the air is kind of seeped through a little bit. You hear the, the, the sound of like a word that's like, you, you see like a little box on the floor that you think is probably like a dehumidifier to kind of try and keep the mildew at a minimum. And you start looking around. Are you just going through? I, this is the first, first time I've asked you this in a while. Are you just digging through shit or are you? Uh... Um, I think I'll gaze. Cool. All right, roll for it. Roll with Dak Dak. Well, I guess I'm was digging. A, oh, no, is that a failure? Yeah, it's a five. Uh, I'll go mark that experience. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you start digging around. I mean, like, it takes you a while. You know, despite what Dakota said about, like, Monica not having a lot, you can see the, the not little of a lot she has is pretty much all, like, <laughs> down here. And, like, you know, you like upstairs, like, things are pretty sparse. Like, there was, like, very minimal furniture, like... And so yeah, you start you know moving boxes around, uh, and it takes you a while. And you, but you eventually find a box marked "Sal shit." I think um, this is this is the one. And going through it, you you find like you know a big sort of yeah you know, black like felt like you know like a kind of like the big box that like the um the was the the, the heart uh, of the, the ocean the heart of the ocean yeah. was in yeah that sort of a thing where it's okay. kind of felt felt line and you open it up and it's this big sort of ruby like it it looks like a big ass like re- sort of religious kind of amulet wow, sort okay. of thing that you have in your hand and you hold this thing and you know, it's it's old you, you don't there's some things in the ocean you don't know are this old but you hear from upstairs 
How did... How did you get... How did you get in here? No, I knew. What? <laughs> what no way, dude. Oh my You're god. You're downstairs. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to... I'm wearing Mark's jacket. I'm going to take the necklace out of the box. Okay. And mm, I'll put it in my pocket. So you take the necklace out and you put it in your pocket. Yes. Is there a window in the basement? I mean, it's like... Like the, the top little, one. Yeah. Yeah, like the little one that, like, it doesn't look like it has a way to, like, open the thing. Okay. It's mainly like a light source sort of thing. Uh, which way is it facing? Like the street? Probably like a side yard sort of a thing. Shoot. Okay. Um, I guess we're going upstairs. Awesome. Yeah. You, so you're slowly sort of going up the stairs uh, and, you know, through the, the, the open basement door, you're hearing, get out of my house right now. Where is it? <laughs> um, did I come up through the kitchen? You're, yeah, coming up towards like the, that little hallway that was off the kitchen. Yes. So I have to go through the kitchen to get to where this thing is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there a knife block in this? Oh, kitchen? there's definitely a knife block. Please. I'm gonna there's grab all, the biggest well, one. If you need a knife block, there's a knife block. Hell yeah! Uh, I'll grab the biggest one possible. Awesome! Yeah, yeah. Um, roll to keep your cool. Okay. This is like, like flat out. It says like when you're doing something that that, that makes you afraid, go for it. Oh, and I'm I feel, afraid. Yeah. Specifically, it says when you keep your cool and act despite fear. I think this is exactly oh, what yeah. that is. So it's an eleven. It's an 11. You are fucking frosty. Um, and, and you know what? Uh, uh, I'm going to fall. Like, we're, we, we sort of play fast and cool with keep your cool here, but mm -hmm. we're going to actually keep going on here. So on a 10 up, you keep your cool and you gain insight. So ask the MC a question about the situation and take one forward in acting on that information. Gotcha. Is it Monica or is it Dakota? That is talking or? That, like, the that hit the ground. Um, just judging by the voices and stuff, uh, Dakota was the one, the Dakota was the one that like w originally was like, how did you get in here? And then was abruptly like cut off. And then the thud happened. Like it okay. was Dakota. That I was guess talking. I would have known that then. So the person um, who's like, who was sitting there going, get out of my house is Monica is Monica. Gotcha. That was so, something that you could have intuited enough on your gotcha. own. Okay. So if you want to ask me a, a, a more clarifying question, yeah. I'll, I'll give you one more. Um, Okay. Is it the one I saw in the aqueducts or? Oh, the creature talking? Oh, but I guess we killed that other one, didn't we? Shoot. <laughs> Ask your question, my lord. Okay. Is it the boiled god? It is not the boiled okay. god. Okay. Gotcha. Which gives you a little bit of confidence. And then, hey, you're not facing It's a not the big god. wig, yeah. So the boss fight. Take, take it forward into whatever's about to happen here. Okay. Um, but yeah, sort of as you're, you know, like quietly moving through the kitchen and pulling the knife out of the, uh, the block, you, you sort of, you the, the conversation kind of continues. You're not, you're not going to get it. So just go. People are going to stop this bullshit. You know it. That's why you're desperate to figure this thing out, to find this stuff. So just give up. You're nothing. The children are nothing. And she, uh, uh, some silence happens and you hear. One is here, aren't they? 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of These Silent Secrets. If you enjoyed what you heard, there's a bunch of ways you can support this show. Some super easy ones, real quick. You can scroll on down where you're listening to us right now. If you can subscribe, hit subscribe. If you can rate, leave a rating. And if you can review, leave some words. Let us know what you think. All of that helps so much in letting other people see our show, making us more visible. And all of that brings more listeners to us. Another super simple way is just to tell a couple of buds about us. You know, you tell a bunch of friends and then they listen to this show and then I send out the details and we form a These Silent Secrets fan bowling league. And each of each of us, we're, we're the head, you know, we, we sit on separate teams. And so it's like one of you can be on like the Avery team or the, or the Jason team. And then we face off in a bowling extravaganza and who wins? We'll find out. Some more material ways that you can support us. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, where you can donate to our show as well as the rest of the shows on the Ghostlight Media Network and get yourself some fantastic rewards. You can go on Twitter where we have tips turned on. You can throw us a couple of bucks if you can't do like a monthly thing. Or you can check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight and buy a couple of new merch items. It's very cool stuff. All of it made by Nicole. Well, at least the, the stuff for our show is all made by Nicole. But there's, you know, it's a shop full of merch for all the shows that go to the network. It's all fantastic. Go check it out. Uh, See so if you want to check us out on social media, online, you can totally do that. Our website's thesilentsecrets.com. Our TikTok is at thesilentsecrets. And our Twitter is at silentsecretpod. You can check us all out individually. You can find Nicole at Nicole Voice, Marcus at Marcus RVO, Mariah at underscore Mariah Clausen, Freddie at Freddie underscore Pow Pow, and myself at that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode, but until then, may your secrets stay hidden. And if someone has a scalpel on your grandmother, always go for the eyes. This has been a Ghost Light Media production. Infinity City is an actual play podcast using masks in their generation. Patting the car roof and they are going like, Hey, little buddy. Hey, how about you and me go for a little ride together? How does that sound? Seemingly in response, the car's engine purrs to life and just instantly takes off at near full speed out of its parking place. Oh, God. We got the tabletop and mechanics to bring you short, tight stories accessible to using people that are unfamiliar with tabletop RPGs. I'm your friend. I'm going to take you somewhere. So amazing, and you're gonna have the best life. And I promise that I'm gonna keep you safe forever. Our heroes come from a variety of racial, ethnic, sexual, and gender backgrounds. I don't feel good about what just happened. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're heroes, and there's like fire leaking out of her mouth, dripping onto the floor. Find new episodes of Infinity City. Every other Saturday morning, by searching for Infinity City on your podcast app of choice. We're also on YouTube and on Twitter at Elliot Presents.